Hello, friends, and welcome to tonight's episode of Locked On Jets. It is almost NHL playoffs time, and uh, for some fans, it's a great experience, and for others, it is a bittersweet memory. We're going to talk about which teams have made the dance uh, and their successes, successes and failures, and, you know, maybe some of the most compelling storylines from this upcoming 2022 NHL playoffs that you can keep track of as we uh, end the regular season over the next few weeks. All of this coming right up on tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. You're locked on the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. As always, thank you for choosing to make Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you enjoy what you're hearing and want to stay tuned to the latest and greatest in Winnipeg Jets news and analysis, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, Odyssey, and as you can see from this episode, YouTube. We record both an audio and a video version, so you can take us on the go or at your uh, at your leisure at home, and you'll always have both versions available all day, every day. On tonight's episode, uh, we are going to have a fun one in store for those of you who are really excited about the NHL playoffs. Um, I know that for Jets fans, it's maybe a little bit of a sore spot right now, but I promise you, it, it's... Uh, missing the postseason might not be the worst thing for the Jets. I think, uh, you know, being eliminated for Winnipeg might end up being the impetus they need to start implementing some changes. There was an interesting thing, I think, from Elliot Freeman's podcast. Um, somebody was talking with a member of the team, obviously an anonymous source and all. But, you know, the general sense inside the camp is that the Jets, you know, from the fans to the organization to the players, are just fatigued. They're tired of the lack of success. They're tired of not really seeing results with this core group. And so I think if that's being out outed as as a significant issue with this team, then you know the Jets, for all intents and purposes, are signaling the intent to shake things up. I think uh, that this is hitting the mainstream media is Winnipeg basically saying, don't expect this team to look the same next year. I don't know what that means in terms of the coaching staff, in terms of the general manager or anything like that, but I, I did see that uh, by and large, no one is expecting Dave Lowry back, which I think is a pretty fair assessment. Um, as, as hard as he's worked, it's pretty clear he is simply not the right guy for the job, uh, and I think he would probably feel that way as well. Uh, you know, his, his body language and stuff, it's just not been great, and I think it's a lot of extra stress. Uh, you wear a lot of responsibility on your shoulders. And when things have gone pear-shaped like they have for the Jets, you don't really want to be the one left holding the bag. So it's time for the Jets to start instituting some changes. And I think hopefully this offseason is going to see Winnipeg refresh in a major way and get back to where they were a few years ago. Now, for uh, you know the other teams that are currently out of it, you've got a whole list of interesting ones. Uh, in the East, you've got the Islanders, Columbus, Buffalo, Detroit, Ottawa, New Jersey, Philadelphia, and Montreal. The only team there that would actually surprise anyone, I guess, is probably the Islanders. This team, I think, um, for a lot of reasons, 
was very unfortunate. You know, when COVID hit earlier this year and decimated their roster, you know, they were one of the most heavily impacted teams in terms of man games lost, which I think, you know, unfortunately they weren't allowed to postpone their games or anything like that. They kind of got screwed by the league scheduling. You saw other teams get the benefit of the doubt and have their games postponed, but you know, the Islanders were the first to really deal with this and they got no breaks. So I think you could say that um, Islanders fans can kind of feel hard done by. I don't think this team is anywhere near as bad as it looks on paper and certainly from the record this year. But, you know, this coming offseason, probably some work to do. I think they need to up the scoring. That's for sure. The, the rest of the team seems pretty OK, but again, not like amazing. They do have some defensive issues to address, and I'm sure uh, you know, they're going to hope that next year, at least the injury bug doesn't, you know, doesn't plague them as badly as it did this season from the West. You've got a smaller group just because more teams are technically in the hunt. Thanks to last night's result between the Sharks and the Golden Knights, Vegas is definitely on the outside looking in right now. They are one of the two teams currently in the hunt, which also includes Vancouver. But for all intents and purposes, both teams are basically out of it. Uh, a lot of circumstances would have to work out extremely favorably for either of these teams to remotely have a chance. And Dallas can sink the Golden Knights later this week. Uh, actually, I think it's 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 going to be this evening um, since this episode is coming out Tuesday morning. Uh, so it should be a really an interesting game between the Stars and Knights. Vegas is fighting for its dear playoff life and hoping that they can scratch out a win. Everyone's kind of rooting against them, at least if my social media timeline is concerned or is to be uh, believed. As for the other Western teams uh, that have been eliminated, you've got Winnipeg, San Jose, Anaheim, uh, Chicago, Seattle, Arizona. Uh, Seattle, I think, really underwhelmed, but this is not super shocking given who they took. I think a lot of people said there were going to be maybe two scoring lines on the squad. They've had even less than that. Uh, You know, they're not really getting many saves from Grubauer, which, you know, gee, we probably warned them and told them that wasn't going to work out, but they still kept on signing him as a free agent. Um... Uh, are any of these teams like surprising that they missed? Probably not. San Jose is still uh, trying to rebuild. Same with the Ducks. I think the Ducks had a strong start to the year, but over time sort of waned and you saw a little bit of the weaknesses in the squad. It's not super shocking that they haven't made it. Uh, if any team would be considered surprising, it's probably the Jets. But, you know, Winnipeg fans know why this team has missed it. I don't think it's a shock for anyone. Um, the only people who are really maybe surprised are like the diehardest fans who haven't really been cued into the criticism. But even then, it seems like most people do tend to agree that the Jets deserve to miss it. So on that, I guess most people do agree, which is probably a good sign that folks are starting to think a little more critically about this team and hopefully can push for some change. I, I think the fan base has kind of had enough and really the Jets just need to deliver the goods. Um, the players deserve better. Uh, a lot of the people who work very hard for the organization deserve better. So, you know, hopefully this offseason, everyone is kind of rewarded for their efforts. And we start to see a push towards what the Jets should be and hopefully can be, uh, you know, fun and exciting next season. Now, there are some really compelling playoff teams out there and some stories that I think are really worth talking about. Before we get to that, though, I do want to shout out one of our awesome sponsors at HelloFresh. Uh, if you've never heard of HelloFresh, they're super awesome because you can get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredient, ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You'll skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make uh, home cooking easy, fun, and most importantly, affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Uh, if you're still you know, skeptical and want to know a little bit more, 
Hello chefs, uh, Hello Fresh's chefs really know how to diversify the menu with seasonal recipes like salmon, uh, salmon limon, and pasta primavera. Now, you know, you've got this set menu, but most importantly, you can actually customize your favorite dishes uh, with their new Hello Custom offerings by swapping out one protein or side for another, upgrading for a more luxury experience, or even adding protein to a veggie meal. Uh, That means more choices, more variety, and more meals truly tailored to you. I've had HelloFresh before. I thought the meals and recipes that they delivered were awesome. Uh, The ingredients were super fresh, and the price was extremely reasonable for what you got. You got a very carefully curated meal that I thought was very tasty. It couldn't be easier to cook. They give you a step-by-step guide, so you really can't make a mistake and go wrong. If you're very interested in giving it a shot, go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use LockedOn16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Again, that is HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 with promo code LockedOn16 for up to 16 free meals and, again, three free gifts. Be sure to check out HelloFresh right now because they are America's number one meal kit. Hello, friends, and welcome back to tonight's episode of Locked on Winnipeg Jets. We are uh, talking about the most compelling storylines as we head into this NHL playoff season. Obviously, a lot is on the line for some of these teams, and uh, for certain players, it probably means a lot more than some of the others. Before we get into some of those really compelling storylines, though, I did want to say uh, thanks again for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. While you're at it, I highly recommend that you also check out our Locked On Now podcast. If you have no idea what that is, uh, it's something that I actually contribute to, especially after games or major news breaks. We basically have the super awesome podcast that takes all of the biggest information, distills it to extremely bite-sized portions, and jams it all together so you have a really great uh, bird's eye view of what's going on in the league that day including game recaps, trade news, rumors, all the hottest action, all the latest NHL updates in one spot, locked on now. It's on your favorite podcasting platforms, same as the ones we're on, like Odyssey, Megaphone, YouTube, yada, yada, yada. Free to subscribe, and uh, be sure to drop that subscription because we just really love and appreciate your support. Now, uh, as far as the NHL is concerned with uh, the playoff structure um, and some really compelling storylines, You have some interesting ones this year. Uh, I think for Washington, this is a playoff run that um, a lot of Caps fans are not really feeling. Uh, Washington is kind of an odd team where they're good. In fact, they might be really darn good, but there's something off about them that I still can't place my finger on. I think it it probably does come down to the goaltending, but certainly um, some of the depth is like a little bit middling. Uh, Goaltending is probably the single biggest sore spot for this team. Samsana, Vanacek, whoever it is that they've got in net, it's just never really worked out. And so they really have to hope that they can get a few extra saves. And their first round opponent right now is not a team that's really going to be uh, affording them many opportunities for that. They're going to be facing the Florida Panthers as it stands, and the Caps really can't be super thrilled about that. This is like facing the Pittsburgh Penguins over the past couple of years in round one, except even more ferocious and even more intense. Florida's record is 57, 16, and 6. Um, if you want an unbelievably daunting first-round challenge, I think the Panthers are probably as difficult a task as you could possibly ask for. Uh, and for the Panthers, I think this is a really important time for them to uh, step up and really show that they are true championship material. The Caps are a better tested team. They have already won a title over the past couple of years. Uh, it's, uh, you know, while it is their first cup, it is still important to say that they are proven winners. Uh, sometimes the, the mentality aspect and stuff is a little bit overstated. 
uh, maybe a lot overstated depending on who you ask, but I still think the Caps have a lot of the components that made that team successful. And it's why, you know, the Panthers really can't take this Washington team lightly. Uh, You know, obviously this is a pretty one-sided series most likely, but, um, you know, Washington's going to keep it close at least. Most of their games have been decided by one goal. So, you know, we could really see a very interesting series. I do think the Panthers have the decisive edge, but, you know, if you're looking for um, a very interesting underdog opportunity for a team that's maybe not as much of an underdog as it would be in other seasons, the Caps against the Panthers present one of the more uh, unusual first rounds. This is a, you know, a set of wild cards. Um, you know, you've got, you've got the best team in the league and then you've got the Caps who are maybe a little bit on the fringes in certain areas, but if they have the uh, experience to sort of negate some of their biggest issues and can, uh, you know, maybe find a few extra saves, this is a team that is going to be pretty, pretty tough to beat. Aside from that, I also think, you know, similar to the, the Panthers, Toronto has a lot of expectations surrounding it. I think the Maple Leafs, people are kind of underwhelmed by their performance in the postseason because Toronto always seems to choke every year. This has kind of been a recurring theme with them, and I think it's not really improved. This year, though, the the Leafs seem to be as legit as humanly possible. This team has racked up a massive record. They can blow out their opponents easily. Austin Matthews is playing like the top player in the entire NHL. Um, Sometimes they've gotten some decent goaltending, but usually, uh, especially in recent times, they've had to outscore their opponents by a pretty fair margin. They've had some crazy scorelines this year. I'm sure you've seen some of them. And, uh, you know, this is this is a Toronto squad that, you know, like the Caps, is going to have a brutal first-round matchup against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa, of course, is another cup favorite, one of the top teams that's in the running, uh, a multi-time championship-winning squad, with, you know, that hasn't really declined all that much over the past couple of years. They might be a little bit fatigued, but they still have the ability to absolutely light you up They've got a fantastic power play, fantastic even strength play, great goaltending. This team, I mean, it's just going to be an absolute murderer's row for a a Leaf squad that may not be able to get those extra saves they desperately need. I I think if any year is for Toronto to try and break the the stereotypical narrative around this team, this would be it. If they can get past Tampa, they can get past anyone. But it's going to be a really uphill battle, and I think... uh, especially with some of the past few results, it might not be all favorable for the Leafs right now. So we're going to find out pretty soon how this series shapes up. Um, Right now it's got a split season series, but I think most people would probably lean towards the Lightning being the ultimate victors. We'll know in a few weeks. I'm I'm pretty excited to check the series out. This is one that I might actually personally watch. We'll see. Uh, quite a few series I'm interested to track since I'm going to have more free time. But, you know, if you actually have a request from the Eastern Conference or something that you want me to talk about on future episodes, be sure to let me know at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets, and I will give you all of the latest details on that series as it happens. Now, you know, there are some other playoff storylines that I think are really worth covering. And before we get to those, I just wanted to shout out the wonderful folks at rockauto.com. Um, Obviously, there's a huge increasing number of makes and models of vehicles out there. And so a lot of your local auto parts stores just can't keep up. They can't keep the stuff you need in stock, especially if it's like a really custom part. And, you know, you you go out to a retail store, you wait in line, and the cashier doesn't have what you need. The best they can do is just order the parts and hope that they arrive in a decent amount of time. 
Instead of wasting your time and money traveling out to a local auto parts store, just go to rockauto.com. They've got one of the best selections in the industry, and they've got great savings. You could save anywhere from 30 to 50% off retail brick and mortar in-store pricing and get the same parts for so much less. Why you know, waste anywhere from like you know, 20, 50, even $100 more on the same parts when you can save with rockauto.com? Rock Auto is also a family-run business, and they've been endorsing and supporting DIYers like yourself for over 20 years. You really can't go wrong with them. They've got great customer service. They've got an awesome selection of auto parts. You know, go to rockauto.com. I mean, they make it so easy for you to navigate and place your order and get the parts you need when you need them. If you are ready to place your order, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Hello, friends, and welcome to these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. We are uh, winding down the regular season, and it is playoff time with some really compelling storylines for a lot of teams. This season, I think, in particular, has so many top-end contenders, uh, and it's a very crowded field. So, you know, we've talked about Toronto, Tampa Bay, Florida, all these teams that have the weight of monstrous expectations. I think one of the other teams uh, that really has a degree of a very serious expectation, especially if they somehow uh, screw it up again, you know, this is the Avs. Colorado has yet to put together a really consistent performance in the postseason. While they have been very good, uh, obviously defensively things have kind of fallen apart. Um, And the goaltending at times it's not been ideal. You know, they had Grubauer before. Now they've got Kemper and some other guys. Francois, I think, occasionally will swap in. Um, this team is definitely a squad that, by and large, leads by offense. Uh, I don't know that the defense is, like, super resolute or stout, but certainly their back end is is very offensively gifted and transitions the puck quickly. They play a very modern style. And so I think, in principle, you could see them really tear a new one on a team like Dallas, that they're going to be matching in the first round. But Colorado, I just sort of wonder if some of their end zone defensive issues and some of the recent downturn in form is going to be an issue come postseason time. I, I don't really believe that they're going to struggle this year, but you know, when I think they, it was the, the Vegas Golden Knights that they faced last year, uh, I think a lot of people were shocked that the Knights ended up upsetting uh, Colorado. But when you think about the way that the Knights play, Colorado wasn't really built to handle a lot of sustained offensive zone pressure. So if Dallas can find a way to squeeze in there and really make life havoc for uh, any of the defenders in the slot or around whoever's in net, this is going to be an interesting series. I really feel like Colorado has definitely underwhelmed in the postseason at times. They're super fun to watch, but they just haven't been able to crest that, that next peak that they really need to reach. And, you know, obviously with the postseason, it's super random. You know, they can play super well and still get smoked uh, out of the out of the postseason because you've only got a few chances to really win the series. And if you lose four, you're done. So the margin of error is pretty small. And I think Colorado is keenly aware of that. We'll see if the changes that they've made this year have uh, really reflected in a postseason run. I, I'm pretty confident that they will advance pretty far. But, you know, the postseason, postseason is a crazy time. And who knows what's going to happen? One of the other teams that I think is worth talking about that I feel like has gone under the radar um, is Minnesota, and they'll be facing off against the Blues in the first round, which 
if their last game together was anything to, to be, you know, an indicator of what we're going to see in the playoffs, it could be absolutely in, uh, insane. I know that the Blues right now have the decisive edge in the season series, but all of these games have been very high scoring. Uh, all but two of them have been one goal affairs. And I think Minnesota is for real. They've added Marc-Andre Fleury. They've got an okay goaltending duo. They've got a really strong defensive structure, uh, a really well-balanced forward unit. Kevin Fiala is back to doing what he does best. Yuel um, Eriksson Ek continues to provide a lot of support down the middle. And Kirill Kaprizov is absolute dynamite inside the offensive zone. So, uh, you know, the, the Wild, I think, are a bit of a sleeper team. I'm not convinced of them against squads like Florida or Colorado because I still think, you know, those squads are just custom built to rip you apart with so much insane scoring depth. But the Wild have that clean defensive structure and the brute physicality to maybe work around some of those issues. They have a lot of really smart players who maybe use their their bodies and frames very effectively. But, you know, certainly offensively speaking, they might be a little bit underrated right now and they should be one of the tougher outs of this entire postseason. I think that among the teams that I'm, I'm very curious to know how they handle the playoff uh, performances and stuff, the wild are up there for me just because um, it's been a while since we've seen like a really, really, really strong Minnesota squad. And every time they played Colorado, those series are always really crazy. Uh, that, that rivalry is very strong. So hopefully they can both advance a, a round or two until they can meet each other somehow in the postseason bracket. I hope that that happens. I think it would be super fun for the league. And honestly, if you're just a neutral, I think you would really enjoy it. I mean, that's a series that is primed for some crazy action. And uh, I hope it comes to pass. I think that there are some compelling storylines, but maybe uh, among the underdogs or teams that people aren't looking at, Minnesota might have one of the strongest cases as being a, uh, a super sleeper pick for the cup win. I'd be curious to know who you're interested in tracking, though. What playoff series do you intend to watch? Uh, which teams might you bandwagon? Be sure to let me know at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets on Twitter. For tonight's episode, though, that is going to be all the time that we have. Thank you so much for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. While you're at it, though, I highly recommend you also check out our Locked On NHL program. It features, uh, you know, daily game recaps, a lot of the latest news and analysis from our local experts, including myself. If anything happens with the Jets, Locked On NHL is there for you each day to close out your workday and tell you all of the latest stuff happening around the NHL, keeping you up to date on the hottest action in hockey. Give them a follow right now on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. As always, it is free. And again, we really appreciate your support. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great night. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. And go Jets go.